Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. You are now listening to the Overflow Podcast at thisisoutcry.com. Yo, hello everybody. This is Joaquin. This is Jake. And this is the Overflow Podcast at thisisoutcry.com. Word. We are so happy to be here this week. A lot of stuff has been popping. Some good. Some bad. Some bad. And some that kind of makes you go, hmm. So as always, Jake, synopsis. What up though? How has your week been? The week has been banging. Okay, it's been a good week. Well, yeah, it's been a good week. Um, it's been a week of remembrance. Yes, way to way to make it serious right at the very beginning. <laughs> <laughs> well, not nah, no, it's not that. It's that you know, it's it's gonna come from me now. Uh-oh. But being now. Like I feel like a Pokemon that's evolved. Uh-oh. Nerd, nerd humor, but be, being that wasn't that funny. Nerd. Being now as you know, walking now as Pastor Jay. Pastor Jay. Then, yeah, God. <laughs> Christina told me the same thing. Said oh, I'm gonna milk that for as long as I can. Oh, and I'm like you and Joaquin, man. You and Joaquin. Wordism. <laughs> Pero until Jay says the church is closed. It's done. <laughs> I'm no longer Pastor Jay. I quit. But um, like it's it's been um it's been interesting. Like you know now having to really dig deeper into things weekly, right? So <clears throat> yeah, but beyond that, like it's been good. Oh, that's dope. That's dope. Yeah, it's been a pretty good week for me. Um, so I haven't mentioned this, but I'll mention it now. So um, yeah, I've been it. I've been doing keto this keto diet. Yay! Uh, ketosis, something or the other, and um. I've also been going to this uh, these classes called uh, it's a outfit called Orange Theory <laughs> outfit an outfit <laughs> called Orange Theory and they do these uh, high intensity um, training uh, classes where it's like row rowing row your boat uh, weights body weights uh, dumbbells and or barbells you and dumbbell. I'm a dumbbell <laughs> barbells and um, treadmill and uh, yo. Two weeks, I lost nine pounds, bro. That's dope. I am, I am, uh, I'm going from obese to barely obese. I'm moving in that direction. So things are. It's a gradual going scale. Great. It's a gradual scale. Um, nah, man. So I honestly today, I was, I was, uh, I was thinking, man. I think um, I feel confident that maybe by June, July, I'll, uh, I'll have dropped thirty pounds, bro. Like I'm, I'm feeling confident. But that could just be the, deli- you know, I, I'm delirious because uh, today's class <laughs> really wrecked me, man. Like, my my thighs, because we were doing, like, all this rowing and then the walking and then the lifting the weights and the 
push-ups and that's the other. And I mean, yo, I had to sit down for like an hour just to let my body calm down. My eyes were like, the room was spinning, dude. It was just, <laughs> I, was, I was in so much pain. I was like, how is this fun? <laughs> People always told me, hey, work out. You'll feel, you'll feel full of energy. You'll feel good about yourself. And I keep thinking, it was like, Lord, take me down. <laughs> You're a bunch of liars. <laughs> like, I'm at the perfect time to get mugged. All you got to do is hit me really hard on my thighs. I'll go down. And uh, <laughs> you'll be able to steal, steal everything. But uh, no, nah, man, so I'm really excited about kind of about that and what's been going on with that. So for those of you out there listening, I am the biggest non-healthy person advocate. But uh, I've been doing this. I've been feeling better. Uh, so I encourage you guys out there if you... You know, go for a walk, go do something. You don't have to do something as crazy as what I'm doing, but you know, that or, or, or you can, or you can. But that'll be that's that's the uh, this might be the only time you'll get that PSA. <laughs> go out and walk around in this beautiful spring weather. Just do it, do it, do uh, it. So, all right, so so let's talk. Um, let's talk trailer first. Trailer first. Trailer okay. First. Um, okay. Okay. What it, was the trailer of the it's, week? It's been a long time since we've. This is we've discussed anything from this company, yes. But um, the first trailer for Thor Ragnarok, Ragnarok came out. Ragnarok, <laughs> Ragnarok, according to Norse mythology, is the end times, which is funny, right? The end times, Ooh. the end of all things, the destruction of all things. But it's um, it's a completely different feel, a completely different look. Right, it's it's almost got like a Guardians of the Galaxy vibe. It does a little bit. Right. Um, it seems to be. It's a very l- colorful, like eighties colorful. Yeah, it's you know it, I thought it was um I thought it had better humor. The trailer did than the other Thor movies. Um, For me, the the first Thor movie was okay. It was okay. It was the bad. second Thor movie was garbage. For ah, me, for me it was eh. for me it was garbage. It was okay. It was I think Thor: The Dark World or whatever it is. Was the example of sucky Marvel movies, right? It had a weak story. It had a joke of a of a villain. Well, but right? that's, like you that's don't even, kind of Marvel's problem. I know, though. I know, I know. That is Marvel's problem. Generally but, speaking, but, but I think like Thor is like the the poster movie for that. Really, not not Iron Man three. No, I don't even count Iron Man. Yeah, you see, so, there, so there you Iron go. So Iron Man three is a real poster movie. Well, the thing with Iron Man three. The thing with Iron Man 3 and, and Thor 2 is that they tried really hard in Thor 2 to, like, make this... I, I, I don't even know where to put him on a, on a level scale. Um, Malekith. Like, to make him, like, like a really hardcore villain. <laughs> and he was, like, a joke of a villain. Like, even in Iron Man 3, that they did the whole M. Night Shyamalan twist with the Mandarin, right? right? Fine. Okay, Whatever. Right, and they made um, Pepper like the real hero, <laughs> right? right? But like Thor, like they tried really, really hard to like convince people that Malekith was a bad guy. It was like it's a joke. Eh, it was okay. I mean, it was it was what it was for me. I wasn't but, um, blown away, but I wasn't wasn't the worst Thor movie I've ever seen. No, no, that's definitely Iron Man three. But um, Thor, I mean, I, I'm I'm a little iffy about this new trailer about this new direction or this new look for really for Thor movies it, well because because I mean the humor was there right because like it had better humor it, than, it the, had, than the last two it had that humor oh I know him from work that line forget about it, it was awesome 
but like I have an issue with all the colors, right? Like it's it's like you know, it, it it looks like to me it looked like a like one of those bad eighties yeah, punk but rock videos. That's, that's Marvel though. Marvel, Marvel. That's and that's you know that's part of probably what turned a lot of people off of the second Thor was it was a very dark movie. Yeah, it was like color palette wise. Mm-hmm. It was you know and but Mar- Marvel isn't Marvel doesn't make dark movies color palette wise. They make bright, you know. Yeah, but they 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 weren't like movies, so. overboard bright. So I think, with this one. Right. Well, but I don't know. But it looks like it was going to have that balance though because when you saw the scene of like uh, um. Asgard, yeah, like destroyed. It was very dark, oh, very dude. gray, very bleak. And then, yeah. and then when you when you switch to the to the uh, gladiator scene, and mm-hmm. you know it's daytime, it's brighter. Had a very gladiator esque kind of feel to it. The movie, <laughs> the movie, yeah. You know, um, and you know, then Hulk comes out, and he's like, "Oh, it's Hulk." Oh, do you, you know? think he's pissed at Thor, or he just like forgot who he was? Um. Who knows what the Hulk? <laughs> like he just doesn't care, you know? Because because remember, because even in the Avengers movies, they established that they kind of had a bit of a of a little rivalry. Okay, so, so 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 the number one takeaway from this trailer for me was Hella. Oh the 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 new villain. Yes, yeah, she looks scary, dude. That's Kate Blanchett. Really. Like I couldn't believe it. Like yeah, that was like it's like like that's Kate Blanchett. I like I'm just like I'm still like shocked because there is nothing reminiscent of like what you normally see Kate Blanchett as in movies. Right. Right? Like that's 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 Kate Blanchett as Ella. It's amazing. It was amazing. Yeah, so she looks like she looks like a like they finally um, found the villain. Like, yeah, like a much more terror. I mean, it even looked like Loki was scared in that one little scene where they showed Loki. Uh-huh. Even he looked kind of scared. I, I don't even know the context of that scene, <laughs> but even he looked no, scared. No, 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 but that scene, I think Loki was scared of the Hulk because that scene, he was sitting there with Jeff Goldblum no, at, at, I was, the, at the arena. No, no, I was talking about there's a scene where they're walking and he and he like pulls out some blades or something. And oh, I, just, people I don't remember him. that. Yeah, he like he was ready to go fight, but it looked like he was kind of like, oh, I don't really want to go now, fight. <laughs> no, I want to know if in the movie, like in the comic books, Hela is Loki's daughter. So I want to know if yeah, they, probably, if, if they just like that. Yeah, erase that. that completely for the movie, or, yeah. or maybe that's why he's why he's scared because you know it's his daughter, she runs hell, she's got I, serious daddy issues. Yeah, I don't, I think I don't, I don't th- because they haven't really established. Loki like that. That's true. So I don't. I, I would think if they were just gonna kind of make her another god that is ticked off, you know, kind of like Ares, that kind of. Yeah, that she's kind of, she 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 oversees hell. Yeah, I, so. I want to know how she gets the power to not only catch Mjolnir, but also like crush it. Oh, that was so sick. That was ridiculous. That blew my mind. So anyway, so Thor Ragnarok, <laughs> it'll be on the website. We'll see. Check we'll it see, out. We'll see what they come up with with the think, the second trailer. I think it'll be. I, I don't know. It looked promising to me. Like I'll go watch. I like watching comic book movies in the theater. Mm-hmm. I'll go watch it. In the no, theater. I'll I'll go watch it in the theater without a doubt. Like NCG, I'm there. But um, there's a yeah. lot of there's a lot of it. It's just it, like it look. I don't know. To me, it looked better than the first two. And no, I, it definitely, definitely. So I mean, than the first you know, it, two, it, especially it, the second one. I mean, it looked better than the first two. So I, I think I have, uh, like I said, and that's not like I'm a big Marvel guy, a big Thor guy, but just I'm 
you know, I like. But my it's memories. comic book, so, so yeah, it's comic so book. That, that's cool. Or, or the beginning so, where he's where so he's saying where that, he's hanging on the chain. Yeah, there's just a lot in that there's trailer so that for process, you to like, yeah. for you to like, just like wonder what's so, going on. So I'm gonna jump boop boop boop, and then we're gonna go to the second part. Boop, 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 so with that being said, uh, they just finished filming The Punisher. For for uh, Netflix. Oh, did you see the scenes, the pictures I of saw, him? I just, saw, I just saw the, the one in, with the, the big. Yeah, with skull. Was, oh, yeah. so awesome! Defenders is coming out later this year, August. So that's what's that's later this year. Yeah, yeah. No, I was trying to remember exactly when. <laughs> yeah, August. August. So that's awesome. Wonder Woman in June. Wonder Woman in June. <sighs> Guardians in July. No, next month. So April. So Guardians in May. Then Wonder Woman, and then those other movies. Whatever movies. movies. And then, and then Netflix. November. <laughs> then November. That's what Justice me, League. Where me and Jay, where me and Jay will take the day off, drive to the Mall of Georgia to watch it on the big IMAX. real the real IMAX hey, ice cream. If you're in Georgia, right? If you're in Georgia, join us. Join us. Cause it will be Save Incredible. Save that sick day. <laughs> because me and Jay will go watch it at I think the I think BVS we watched it at noon. Yeah, it was in the noon, afternoon. Noon yeah. thirty, one thirty, something like that. So me and Jay are gonna do the same thing. We're gonna <laughs> get just said noon thirty. We're gonna get there. We're gonna get there. We're gonna watch the movie. Go have a red robin burger or something and just be like, oh my gosh, I'm a movie. Because we're gonna love it regardless. It could be the worst, it could be the worst DC movie. Me and Jay are gonna be like, it's almost amazing. Oh my god, you know what you're talking about? Hit everybody. Oh, did you see when he did the thing and the thing and the thing? Um, and then, uh, then we'll just part part ways. So yeah, so if you're Georgia, we'd love for you guys to join. Yeah, us. We would love for you to. We're join not gonna us. buy your ticket. You gotta you gotta do that on your own. No, we we will not buy your ticket. We will no. not reserve your seat. But we will acknowledge that you're there, and we'll all get together <laughs> and we'll, and afterwards. We'll eat, we'll eat lunch with and, you, and, and you know, and eat together, <laughs> and talk and talk about the movie together. So. That uh, that's been established. Who knows? Maybe we'll find a place to record the podcast together. Ah, oh, that might, you know. Dun, dun, dun. Until they kick us out. <laughs> um, Stop talking. It's a movie. We're doing a podcast here. <laughs> I, I didn't mean in the theater. <laughs> oh. <laughs> um, so, with that, so with that, we're going to kind of. Now. Now we're going to kind of get a little sad. Jay, what happened this now, weekend? Because you're the one that you're the one now that it brought, gets serious. You're the one that brought this to my attention. Well, sadly, sadly, there is an organization of terrorists out there who call themselves. ISIS well, and Al Qaeda and Boko Haram. There's, there's no, no, but, no. We're gonna with specifically ISIS be, <laughs> um, because of what happened on Palm Sunday, right? Palm Sunday, where we celebrate the entrance of of Christ into Jerusalem. Yeah, that was last last right? Sunday. This last Sunday, um, two churches in Egypt were bombed. Were bombed. Yes. Right. One at one was bombed outside. But the other one, the first one, there was a bomb planted inside the church, and like the priest and the choir, uh, the, yeah. the bulk of them were children. Um, I think it killed like twenty five. Were killed. There's like twenty five people dead, like another couple dozen injured. Yeah, and then the, the other blast. one, the other one, it blew up outside because the guy was stopped by the police. Right. Um, and so uh, they're saying, you know, and and I don't, and I, I got a feeling this number is probably going to go up a little more. Uh, they're saying uh, forty five. Uh, people uh, died, but between the two, yeah, between the two. But I, I, I think I also, you know, I think I read like, I think I saw like forty-five died, but like a hundred were injured. So who knows if those hundred that were injured 
if any of them were so seriously injured, injured that, that, that they're going to end up passing away. Yeah. Um, and so this was a Coptic church uh, because in Egypt, the Christians, uh, the, the, the majority of Christians are Coptic. Are Coptic Christians, yes. Uh, I was just seeing here, um, Christians make up 10% of Egypt's population. And I was reading yesterday that the Christians in, in Egypt, Coptic or otherwise, Face terrorism. Um, excuse me. Face face some kind of terrorism every day. Yes. Like that's like that's their life. That's their life. Like daily, daily yeah, they get moment, terrorized. Yeah. At any moment. Um. They well, yeah. They well, and even if it's because you know, I've I've done some reading on this, and even if even if no one messes with them that day, they live with the threat of that. Right, with the threat of something. Of something potentially happening that day. I read, a, uh, you know, the Coptics, Coptic Christians, uh, they have these little crosses that they tattoo on their wrists. And some of them will even tattoo larger crosses on their arms as, a, as an identifier, you know, that we are Christians. But that's also an identifier. Those are Christians. Yeah, it's almost, it's and, almost, it's um, almost like a bullseye. Yeah, and so, uh, I'm, you know, I, I, I ran out of drink. Yeah, I remember reading how um, uh, this kid was like, um, he was like beat up. Uh, he was a Christian. He was a Coptic Christian in school, and even the the teacher, yes, was I remember that was harassing him for being a Christian. I remember not being reading a Muslim, that. and and so like he ended up getting beat up, and he was. Uh, part of me was like, yeah, man, because he was kind of being defiant, because he was like, oh. You're gonna come, okay. I'm gonna show you more of the cross. Like I'm I'm a Christian, you know, and <laughs> you know, but he I mean he got he got he got beat up by his classmates with the and I think I don't remember if the teacher also hit him or if the teacher just kind of No, the teacher allowed it. I allowed think. it, you know, kind of a thing. So, you know, uh oh, we gotta keep we gotta keep our Coptic uh brothers and sisters. No, um, we have to keep our Christians uh in, all the Christians outside of the United States in prayer, right? Because yeah. that's where they face the most persecution and where they die. And then the deal is that the deal is this, right? Um, you know, we, 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 we tend to forget who they are or what's going on until we hear on the news that something has happened. Right. So we hear this bad news. And then the worst part is that it was on Palm Sunday. Palm Sunday is when we as Christians, we begin the celebration of Holy week, right? We, 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 we begin, you know, remembering and thinking about the things that took place over 2,000 years ago for right. our salvation. And for the Coptic Church, because the Coptic is, uh, uh, for the Coptic Church, it is, it is, you know, it's a huge tradition. You know, it's a huge tradition that they, that they do in celebration of Jesus coming into Jerusalem. So it's, it's not a small thing. Right. You know, we're like here, you might get a palm. Because me and Jay talked about this last week, yeah, you we might talk about it on Sunday. you might get a palm uh, in church as you walk in. It's like, hey, you know, because it's Palm Sunday, so this is to remember that. But like, this is part of of what's codified within their tradition. Yes. And um, I, I, you know, to me personally, I mean, I think, you know, I'm, I think it's, I think it's a beautiful thing. I think because it's, it's done out of, it's done out of a remembrance of Jesus. It's done out of remembrance of Him coming to Jerusalem, like Jay said. So it really just sucks, man, that, you know, uh, that they have to live uh, under this constant threat. Well, what sucks, what, what 
makes it suckier is what you just read before we started that because of what happened on Palm Sunday, they're not going to celebrate Easter. They won't no. be celebrating the resurrection out, no. of, out of fear. Out of, out of fear that of, they all get together, uh-huh. um, uh, you know, there'll, there'll be another attack. Um, actually, I think um, uh, the article here says Easter celebrations on Saturday night would be limited to masses to mourn the victims of the attacks. So they're not even going to meet on Sunday um, to celebrate Resurrection Sunday. And another, I didn't know this, but um, um, Pope Francis is supposed to be uh, going to Egypt on the 28th and the 29th. So For what? To go visit. He's the Pope. He goes visits. <laughs> I, like, I thought it was like. He's like, hey, <laughs> I'm the Pope. I'm the Pope. How you doing? <laughs> I'm a pope. I'm uh, the pope. Like he's, I, he's, he's actually Sergeant Tilly. So, so yeah. he wouldn't say that. <laughs> soy, no. el, soy el papa. Pero que le pasa a vos? Que le pasa a vos? Anyway, listen, no, anyway, no. Anyway, back up, back up. <laughs> no, I thought it was, um, I thought he was going to go over there like specifically because of this. Oh, no, no, no. It, it's a, it was a planned trip oh, okay. to go. And so now, you know, they're... Well, Pope. That raises... Watch your Pope mobile. Yeah, like it says, man, <laughs> raises security fears ahead of a visit to Cairo by Pope Francis, the head of the Roman Catholic Church, scheduled for 28th and 29th of April. Watch your Pope mobile. So, I mean, dude, like, that's scary. Can you imagine if they're able to, to, to launch an attack on the Pope and be successful? I mean, dude. that dude, because that dude is, like, heavily guarded. But doesn't Francis, like... Like reject a whole bunch of guards and the Pope Mobile and stuff like that, or was, uh, or was that Benedict? No, no, Francis. Um, he rejects some of that, but but I mean, he's smart enough to know that going into this situation, <laughs> I think I think he'll be like, I hope so. He'll be like, you know, give me the 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 bulletproof, you know, Pope <laughs> garments. I don't know what the, the Pope garment, the bulletproof Pope garments, the bulletproof Pope garments. Give me some more. I need some more security. This is yeah. Nuts. Well, you know because that would be, like that would be, an extreme, that, that would be uh, an extreme hit against Christendom if they were yeah, able to like, like my, you get know, yeah, like that. like get you know like like do away with whatever theological disagreements and and we might have and all this other stuff. You know that would be. I mean, I think all Christians would feel that. I would feel that if you know. I'm not right. We're not Catholic, but I we're would not. feel, I would feel that if the Pope went to Egypt and got blown up or was attacked or shot or something, you know, that crazy. Even I think we would feel that. We would just. Be I like, mean, Whoa. we felt it when um, when when an, when an attempt was made. I don't know if you remember this, but then an attempt was made on on Pope John Paul back in the day, which is like why I they came up with. The bulletproof Pope mobile. Yeah, you know that's how I was. I mean, I was young. I was. We were mad young when that happened. I think. Yeah, but I remember it. I I don't because I, like, I, like, I was. I remember I was, that. I wasn't really into, you know, at at six or seven. I think when that happened, <laughs> wasn't that deep into the whole theological stuff. I was, well, no, no, it wasn't about the theology of it. Both, it was, I was just. Both, I was. Both, I wasn't, you know, like the news, like the world, whatever, dude. It, it, I was playing GI Joes. It wasn't about the theology of it. It was about. The Pope, who he was, and what he symbolizes. Yeah, it's right? crazy. Yeah. And somebody actually like yeah, made an attempt on his life. So, you know, so. that would have happened. And yeah, like you said, like regardless of your theological beliefs or differences or whatever, you know, he is still like 
a symbol of Christendom. Yeah. So to take him out and be successful, that that will like create repercussions and ripples all over the world. Yeah, that would be uh, crazy. So, so pray for the Pope. So pray for the Pope. Um, <laughs> yeah, but in, but mo- and, and most importantly, uh, for this week, um, you know, uh, we record this on Thursday, so on Friday when you listen to this, being Good Friday, uh, as we as we're as we're as we're heading into Sunday and Resurrection Sunday, um, if you get a chance, yo, like lift up a prayer. For our, our brothers and sisters in the um, in the Middle East and in China and in those countries where um, they face persecution um, and where they face you know violence, especially in in the Middle East, you know where they face uh, violence. I think the most where Christians are persecuted is um, the Middle East and regions of Africa. Right. So you know we want to make sure to to lift them up because. You know, a their brothers and sisters, and b I'll be honest with you, man. Like I think of sometimes you ever think of, like have you ever like tried to think like my man, if I was in their position, I just I don't know what I would do. I'll be honest with you, like to to face I'd be dead to face that kind of um that kind of daily that opposition. Kind of, you know, yeah, to like when and even and even if no one says nothing, but but you know, every morning when you walk out, the the, the, the potential is there. To somebody mess with you, to somebody to, to beat you up, attack you, and nobody's gonna do nothing. And, and no one will come to your defense. And, and you have a family. So you gotta survive for your family, right? That's part of your thought process. And you have to, you know, remember who your God is and and and, 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 and also, really hold on to it. Because look, hold on listen, to that, yeah. listen, check this out, right? Check this out. And I'm and I'm gonna go there. Right, because that's the only right. place to go. But check this out. If if Muslims, right, and I saw a video where a Muslim man accused his wife of cheating on him, right? And he dragged her outside in like the city square or whatever, and witnesses were there, the police were there, and she was crying out for mercy, and her husband chopped her head off. Oh, Yes, I saw that video. Right Ooh. now, if why do I watch those videos? If if they do that to other Muslims, right, who believe the same way or whatever, right. whatever, you know, imagine the persecution that they that they enact or uh, that they exact towards Christians, according who are according to them infidels. Correct. Right. So, if you have to like like, you're not just the my the, the minority, but you're the hated minority. Correct. Right. You're the hater. No one will come to your aid. No one will come yeah, and the, help if you. If the cops were standing there when this dude chops his wife, what makes you think they're even gonna even be there? Yeah, it's yeah, yeah, it's it's um it's messed up. So we gotta definitely make sure that we that um, we're in constant prayer. And we're in constant prayer for them. So uh with that bit of a downer as we head into our song of the day. Um <laughs> You know what we have learned so, applies to our lives. Okay, so uh, the song. Okay, so today, so because it's you know, it's, we're so we're so easy, right? So because it's because it's <laughs> because it's Easter, like so easy to guess what we're gonna do because it's so it's Easter Sunday coming up. Uh, so we found this rap song. Um, well, well, you did. Okay, I found. I, I was gonna. I was gonna share credit. But nah, fine. nah, nah, nah. You can I, take all the credit. I found this rap song. In, in, in case people don't like it, they get mad. It right. was all you. It was me. <laughs> uh, well, if they don't like it, then they don't love Jesus. Um, 
is it's uh, it came out. It, the video was uploaded in 08, which is uh, which is I think when the song came out. The song came out right around the same time um, Passion um, of the Christ came out. I think or not long after because they because the 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 video we'll post it has scenes from um, the Passion, the Passion, Mel Gibson's The Passion of the Christ. Um, but the song is a, is a, a group with their brothers uh, called Hazakim. Uh, they do. Uh, they live. I think they're. In New, I think they're from New York or Philly. I can't remember. But uh, Hazakim, uh, they do this song called "Crucifixion Description," uh, and that pretty much tells you what the song is going to be about. <laughs> Crucifixion description. You don't have to guess. Yeah. So. Um, oh, I miss the days when you don't have to guess. Christian but it's. But it's. A, it's, about. A, it's a dope song. Um, and uh, I hope. I hope you're blessed by it, and I hope that it that it sparks. Um, some, maybe some thought and some prayer, uh, in you. So, uh, it's uh, here we go. It's uh, Hazakim, uh, crucifixion description. <laughs> Started after Yeshua and his disciples parted from the Passover Seder. Later, we find him in the garden, a place located near the Mount of Olives called Gethsemane. To get alone with God in a peaceful vicinity, with intensity, he hid his knees and prayed to the Lord. He was for sure the suffering that he would endure. While his disciples laid and slept, he prayed to sweat. Started mixing with blood from psychological stress. Skeptics suggest vessels exploding seems kind of bogus. Many don't know it's medically termed as hematridosis, a gradual effect it made. Fragile his flesh, it made his physique weak Even before he was beat Arrested and questioned, we find him in the synagogue Sequestered to stand trial before the rabbinic law Of the same hedron Where they did stampede him and spit And strike him with their fists His head beaten The jolting of his brain caused a minor concussion Which resulted in temporary loss of brain function Others slapped him while they asked him Prophesied, who hit you? Bruising his already weakened skin tissue They sought the death penalty The Pharisees were in no position to act on this decision, they needed Rome's permission. Now the race is on, the second trial is taking long. As he stood before Pilate, silent, it's now the break of dawn. Yeah. Listen, he was a victim of crucifixion, the most horrendous Roman invention. The infliction of pain that the victim sustained, we will explain using medical diction. Fall from Michelangelo's depiction, he was brutally marred beyond recognition. His anatomy had to be scored for redemption. From Pilate, they sent him to Herod's jurisdiction. Then they sent him back to Pilate for the final conviction. To appease them, he had him beaten and flogged. From a medical perspective, tell us what was involved. Astonishing, unbelievable form of punishment. Its intent was meant to extract maximum suffering. They used the whip that consisted of nine leather thongs and metal balls that would tear into the man involved. With every lash given it left, his muscles and his veins exposed underneath hanging ribbons of flesh. Of 39 strikes, they weren't supposed to go over. Sometimes they did, depending on the mood of the soldier. Exposure from his shoulders to the back of his legs. Most victims at this point would start past.
passing away. Needless to say, his blood pressure is starting to drop. His kidneys have stopped. His anatomy's going through shock. Bodily fluids he's losing through the cuts and contusions. His blood volume is reducing while he becomes disillusioned. Hard to believe he'd still be living. Critical was his condition way before the nails were even driven. A bushel of thorns were found and formed into a crown, which was placed above his face, then shoved down. They mocked hell, king of the Jews, and started to laugh. They gave him a staff, placed a rope made of wool on his back. Listen, he was a victim of crucifixion. The most horrendous Roman invention. The infliction of pain that the victim sustained, we would explain using medical fiction. For from Michelangelo's depiction, he was brutally marred beyond recognition. His anatomy had to be scarred for redemption. This is the crucifixion description. Pilate gathers the masses and asketh, they should kill Barabbas or Jesus of Nazareth. Allow the crowd all agree, set Barabbas the murderer free. Crucifixion was what Yeshua was soon to receive. He hauled the crossbar for over a hundred yards, fatigued and scarred, destination the place of the skull. The weight of the log is making them fall, so they seized the man from Cyrene that made him take up the cross. The angry mob has pulled the beer from his jaw, vision blurred, speech slurred, the victim is starting to crawl. Reaching the end, he's put on his back, the soldiers have him pinned. Infection is setting into his skin, from this condition his hands are laid in an outstretched position, while spikes seven inches are being driven where the wrist is. He is then lifted. Attached to the vertical beam Which is put in the ground permanently No words in the language could explain this anguish By his wrist he's hanging, his legs dangling His feet are then placed together One on top of the other The third nail is knocked in, leaving him locked in The weight of his body is dropping Making it impossible for him to live to get any oxygen Unbelievable sight, seeing him hanging high He was hard to recognize like Isaiah prophesied Massive wounds to his back, a spear wound to his chest he took his last breath and died due to cardiac arrest. Listen, he was a victim of crucifixion. The most horrendous Roman invention. The infliction of pain, the victim sustained. We would explain using medical diction. Far from Michelangelo's depiction, he was brutally marred beyond recognition. His anatomy had to be scarred for redemption. This is the crucifixion description. So that was uh, Crucifixion uh, Description by <sighs> Hazakim. Um, man, I, I need a second here because uh, I'm, I'm watching the video as I'm listening to the song again. Dang. And it does this, you know, we, we listened to it earlier. and, and um, But I was thinking about, you know, like a hundred other things and. Just now, I'm just watching. I got my eyes just kind of welled up, dude. I'm just, <laughs> and, and you know, I'm just and like, that's why I don't like watching videos that has clips and excerpts from the movie because <laughs> it, it gets me every time. Gets you, oh, especially that that whipping scene. It's oh like, man, no, for me, the scene that got me in the video was, um, honestly, when he falls, when when uh, he's carrying the, the cross, cross and he falls, Simon. and they give Simon. And he picks it up and remember the scene and he falls and he Simon falls again, like yeah. and Simon like holds on to him and then it cuts to where they're nailing him to the cross and that's just where my heart, uh, my eyeballs started getting all kinds of <laughs> dust in them. I need to dust. That's what it is. That's what it is. That's, that's what it is. That's what it is. Yeah, it's dusty it. in this that's place. It. So um, 
Yeah, man. Crucifixion description. I'm actually going to, I think I'm going to post this video like every hour tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, so yeah, sometimes we, we come up with, with topics and things to unpack and talk about and teach basically. And other times like now it's easy. It's easy because it's yes. Holy Week. And, you know, the, the thing with, with Joaquin and I is not only are we are we, are we Christians, right? I was going to say Christians. No, are we, we're, we're Christians. <laughs> not only are we Christians we're and, and we're believers of Christ, right? But, you know, we're, we're also Bible college kids and pastors, right? So it's, it's real easy for us to take this week which is holy week and and talk about this on on the podcast that's why we have a podcast so we can talk about whatever we want whatever we want about <laughs> right <laughs> so um we we this time we didn't um put together a bible study we didn't put together anything with notes and points and anything because we just wanted to have well we wanted to repeat um just an open dialogue and conversation about what it looked like, like over two thousand years ago, like the the things that took place tonight that 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 we don't really talk about, right? We don't really talk about yeah. a lot a lot of a lot of churches and a lot of ministries and a lot of things they focus on Good Friday and Resurrection Sunday, right? And that's 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 their focus. Yeah, which I don't, you know, thinking like, why do you? Call why do they call it Good Friday? It was nothing good that happened on Friday. Well, it was good. It was good <laughs> it was, for us. It wasn't good for Jesus. It was. No. It was good for us. I think. I think that's why it's called Good Friday, right? But again, you know, all these names. I think they were given by the Catholic Church, and sometimes yeah, it's they just, just been. It's just they been don't really forever. think about it, right? It's just, yeah. And then it's 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 such a part of everything that it's it's too late to like talk about now or you could just meet the pope in in egypt and ask him hey yes. hey hey, hey, uh, hey papa. Why, why don't you change this uh, why do we but anyway right so um oh, in discussing and in studying and well actually doing sermon prep for for legacy on sunday right um i wanted to get into every day every day from well actually no this all started because it was easy to it was easy to do a a resurrection sermon, right? It was easy to do a resurrection sermon. Correct, because it's on Sunday. Because it's you know it's on Sunday and everybody talks about the resurrection. And, right? Yeah, crucifixion is on Friday, resurrection is on Sunday, right? So it it um, really you just as a as a speaker, you just need to get out of the way. Yeah, and because it, because it speaks for itself. It speaks for itself. You you you, know? you say the verses and whatever, and there's you know th there should be a certain urgency because it's it's it's. Is the most important thing that marks our faith, right? The resurrection. Yeah, I mean, the most <laughs> important. I mean, I, I think it's. I think the birth and the crucifixion are, are well equal. They have to be equal importance. Well, no, well, no. I, I I say the most right because it's the it's it's one of the main things that distinguishes our faith from other faiths. Right, our okay. beliefs from other so, beliefs. So, yeah, the fact in, that in, our yeah, God in, said in that, that context, yes. he would die and he was gonna raise, he was gonna raise right. from the dead. But he doesn't, and he did it. Yeah, and that's why I say they're equal because without without, without him being born, without he couldn't him, die. With, with, <laughs> without him wrapping himself 
in human flesh, mm-hmm. then he doesn't I, he doesn't have his flesh torn right for us. Mm-hmm. You know, so that's why I say you know we celebrate his birth. I mean, even the angels celebrated his birth. So that's why this is true. You know, that's why I mean, you know, I mean, the, the shepherds went and <coughs> to see him, right? So. That's why. Yeah, I, I, that's why I think. I, I, that, I remember that episode. Yeah, so <laughs> I think that's why. I think that's why it's they're they're equal. One is a celebration of birth. One is a celebration of death, because in that in or that rebirth in that death. Well, that, that's why I was getting in that death. <laughs> Sorry, where we we can then experience to be born again. Like Jesus, right. like Jesus which is, said. Which is, which is why, just in case you didn't catch that, that is why we are known as born-again Christians. <laughs> we are called born-again Christian. You're a born-again Christian because of the death and resurrection of Jesus Christ. So um, we were having a conversation earlier. I want you to kind of walk us through it a little bit because it was really cool uh, the way we were thinking about uh, um, now it's my turn to yeah. get dusty in here. Yeah. So, uh, so me, me and Jay were talking earlier as we were watching this this video, and then, um, you know, we got to kind of thinking, and and a lot of times, well, actually, I think some of this was born from our conversation for what we're going to do at Legacy next year. For, for what we're going to do at Legacy next year and the year after and that, the year after, the year after that. that. And uh, so one of the things is that you know we have Palm Sunday, and so we were like, well, why do we do Palm Sunday? You know, that right. was kind of our question. <laughs> And why do we give out palms? Right. Why do we give out palms on Palm Sunday? And so, you know, some of it is just it's just tradition. That's what it's always been done. And I think for us, for Legacy, I think we're going to do it, but it'll be, you know, we're definitely going to try to tie tie it into a little more as far as, you know, why the palm, why, why it's important or why, what it represents, all those kind of things. But one of the things we're talking about is, you know, what's, what's interesting is that, you know, um, this didn't happen. This didn't start on Sunday. Or actually, Palm Sunday happened. He goes through the week. But the but the steps... But I accidentally raised my volume up. What the heck? But the steps to you his... You want to make sure you heard. Yeah. But the steps to the, steps to, to the resurrection um, really began in earnest from what, from what me and Jake could kind of estimate, right? Well, it was on Thursday. Mm-hmm. Well, actually, no, we said Wednesday. We said Wednesday. Wednesday. Because the way we figure, Wednesday he had... Well, you know, time-wise. He's got to Google yeah. by the time. So Wednesday he had the Last Supper, and that's when he... So, so anyway, so Wednesday he had the Last Supper, and take it over. Well, well, the thing is, I, I was I was um, studying for the for, for the sermon on Sunday, and um, like Friday, and I'm sorry, and, and I don't mean... I don't mean to say this to diminish what took place, right, on the, on the crucifixion. But the crucifixion, like, that's easy, right? That's easy for you to cover. That's easy for you to talk about. That's easy for you to preach about, speak about, whatever, right? Because he was crucified. Like, the only way you can get really deep into it if you go into the seven sayings, right? The seven sayings before before he finally, like, gave up the ghost, right? And then there's nothing because, you know, he was dead or whatever. And then, <laughs> or before it was finished. And then on... And then, you know, Resurrection Sunday, right? All those things are easy to speak on or to touch on. But then, you know, when when we started talking about the plans for legacy as far as starting the the celebration, uh, well, after Palm Sunday, you know, focusing on, on Holy Thursday, right? So I started looking into that and looking at what Jesus was doing. In preparation 
ooh, my fault. In preparation for for the road to the crucifixion, right? For his way to the crucifixion. And um and I told you that um that I I, I opened up the Bible and I started reading. And the the first thing that hit me was how I mean we always knew that he knew, right? Because he's God. He knew. Correct. Right? He was he was born. That was his mission. Right. But like he started doing things in preparation to prepare his disciples, to prepare like the people around him, right? Like almost like somberly to prepare the people. And then the symbolism, what we were discussing earlier was how I was reading how before the Last Supper that, um, that he sat the disciples down and he washed their feet, right? Even, even Judas's feet. Right? He, washed, he washed their feet. And in um, digging deeper because, you know, I mean, you read the Bible, but you should dig deeper. Um, I read how it's, it was customary at that time for people to have their feet washed so they can be fully clean. Because unlike now, they didn't, yeah, yeah, they you know. Wear, they wear they, sandals and you're walking yeah, in dusty roads. You're walking dusty roads and whatever. And the thing is that you, you wash yourself, right? If you were going to go to a dinner, then, of course, you go home, you wash yourself, and you're clean, right? But then you got to walk over to the place so your feet are dirty. Yeah, so you wash, I think you wash your hands and then you also wash your feet. And you wash your feet. Wash your feet. And then, um, but Jesus went, right, because this is, oh my God, I'm going to nerd out again and then get all teary-eyed again. Jesus went as as God, right? Because remember that, you know, the Son of God did not come to be served. No, what did he say? He didn't come to be served, but to serve, right? Correct. So he goes as God, and he sits them down, right, at the supper table. And he humbles himself, and he washes their feet so that before they sit at the table with the king, they could be fully clean. Right. And and the thing is that that job of washing the feet was, it was relegated to a servant, Mm-hmm. Or a slave, or a servant, you know, the, how, lo- however, the, the, however, the lowest servant, you know, however that works. So, you know, it was like, hey, servant person, you got to wash the feet. No, but that's not it. It's, it was, it was. You know? It's like I, it's like I read this, and just, it, it was mind blowing. That was like one of the worst jobs. So it was relegated to the lowest servant, right? Hey, you just got here. You're the rookie. You get all the crap work. You're gonna wash all these people's nasty feet, right? And Jesus did it. Like he did it willingly, openly. It wasn't like he didn't make a big show of it. Sat him, you know, they all sat down because they wanted to eat. And then here comes Jesus with the with the towel and the and the bowl of water, washing his disciples' feet. And then the disciples, with the exception of Peter, the disciples all like like being moved to tears and crying because their teacher, the Messiah, is on his knees washing their feet. And I say except Peter, not because Peter was his jerk. But because Peter saw himself as unworthy, as unworthy to have Jesus wash his feet. Yeah. And then that's when Jesus says, well, I'm going to give you a new commandment, right? Love one another as I have loved you, right? Because by this, well, they'll and, know and that and you're remember, my disciples. And, and Peter, when Jesus said, I'm, you know, Peter, I'm going to wash your feet. And Peter was like, then wash me from head to toe. Mm. That was afterwards. <laughs> that was afterwards. Uh, like, wash me from head to toe. <laughs> like he said, well, you know, if that's why you do it, Lord, then just like, yeah, you know, which is also symbolic, right? But then, like all these little steps, all these little steps that 
you know, him. And then the, the, the part of this is that a lot of people, they tend to forget that Jesus was fully God, but he was also fully man. Right? He was fully man. And the 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 the, the steps, the things that he did, the breaking of the bread and saying, you know, knowing that Judas was going to betray him and saying, you know, the person I give this piece of bread to or the first person I give a piece of bread to, right. that's the one that will betray me. And he goes and he gives it to Judas, right? And scripture says that, that Judas became possessed at that moment and like evil entered him and the devil possessed him then, right? And then like right after he washes his feet, like he still goes through with this and he still, and then Jesus still goes through with the last supper, the, the symbolism of, the breaking of his body, the pouring out of his blood, right? All these things in preparation. Then he goes to the garden, right? Then he goes to the garden. And this is where you see fully God and fully man, fully exemplified. Like fully battling. <laughs> right, where he's battling to, like, begging and crying out to his father, right, yeah, to he, find another way. Yeah, take this cup from me. And we've all been there, right? We've all been there. Right. There, there are times and that that in, in our walk that we would like to like not go through things or not like struggle or suffer, but but we gotta, yeah, we gotta for his sake. Yeah, and what's interesting, you know, and to me, what you know, I mean, you know, I mean, he's going to the garden to pray. He's having that. He's having that. That that you know, uh, flesh and spirit struggle. Right, yes. um, is a way of putting it, you know, because he knows he's like, you know, no one wants to die, nope, and no one wants to die that way. But that's the perfect way to put it because right. remember that he takes he takes Peter, John, and I think James with him. I'm not sure who the third disciple is right now, right? And he tells them, you know, wake up. You couldn't stay awake for me. The spirit is willing, but the flesh is weak, right? Like, uh, uh, and then it's like, so that's the perfect way of putting it. Yeah, so, you know, so, yeah, so he asks, you know, he's like, hey, guys, come with me and pray with me. Yeah. Pray. You, you guys pray. I'm going to come over here. I'm going to pray. Right? And he prays, and he has to go wake him up. And he has to come back, and he's just like, Father, take this cup from me. Take this cup from me. But then he's like, but your will be done. Oh. You know. How how difficult <sighs> is that for us? And and, right, and, and this is and Jesus our, facing facing crucifixion, yes, right? For us, it's I don't know what it might be, uh, not dating someone or whatever, right? <laughs> or like, or dating or someone, or dating someone. <laughs> I don't know, like you know, oh, Lord, should I date this person? Take them away from me. Thy will be done. <laughs> don't right? take them away from me. Oh, yeah, don't take them away, Lord. <laughs> but I love them. You, well, know, you know, and and, and you know that, that that relationship will is is it's destructive. Is, is destructive. It's not what God wants for you. And you're like, no, 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 no. Like you don't say, God, your will be done. It's like, no, God, you know, I want my will to be done. <laughs> no, I'll, I'll witness. I'll witness to it. Um, right, <laughs> right. But so yeah. So that struggle, that struggle that Jesus, that Jesus has, and, and you know, it's it's funny because, um, well, not not obviously not haha funny, but it's uh, interesting. I'll say it that way. It's interesting because once he. Um. Once he says that will be done, right? Once mm -hmm. he he says, you know, uh, you know, essentially he's saying not my will but yours. Right. Saying so, you know, whatever you do, whatever you decide, that's what I'll do. He gets up, and who shows up? His buddy. You know. Um. So all of a sudden, the the pre, you know, Judah, a uh, uh, Judas, and 
um, with the with the uh, servants of the priests and the priests show up and you know J- you know Judas betrays betrays Jesus. Um, you betray the Son of God with a kiss. Yeah. So he so he betrays you know he betrays Jesus and the thing is, um, I think I think a lesson or something that we can learn from that is that you know once whatever it is that once we give in to God. Mm. Uh, then he then he will set into motion the things that need to be set into motion, because you know I I don't I don't think it was I don't I definitely don't believe it was it was by accident that you know because I mean because if you think you know Jesus could have been praying and those guys could have shown up right right but it was but he would have been he would have been in the middle of that struggle and he might have fled he might have been like nope <laughs> right because he had because that had to be settled in him right because right? he was because he was human yeah. You know the, the human part of him had to be settled. Had to be settled within the human part of him. He had to submit, right? Now, when he does, and he gets up and he walks to his disciples, then we get the betrayal. So the so it 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 wasn't going to oh. be set in motion. It wasn't going to be set in motion <laughs> until until Jesus. Submitted. Submitted. Submitted to the call. So what what the then mission. in a way, in a kind of in a larger sense, not in a very specific, but in a larger sense, what is it maybe that we need to be submitting to for God to then begin to for God to begin to move that process that He has for us in in, in that in this season, in the season that you're in right now. So so so, so something just hit me while you were explaining all that and, and they said like I'm thinking about what you're saying and something just hit me. Right. <laughs> oh, we're, we're preaching tonight. So Jesus is, is 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 struggling with the mission, right? Struggling with the mission that he was born to do, right? So we we can trans yes. we can we can interpret that as the call, right? He's he's struggling, right? And then he finally submits to it, right? That not my will be done, Lord, but yours, right? Correct. And then Judas comes. Right afterwards, to betray, to bring in pain, right? To bring in all the bad, right? But the Bible says that Jesus went humbly as a lamb, right? Dude, this is what hit me while you were saying all that. That when you finally submit to the when you finally submit to the call, when you finally submit your will to the will of God, you will be confronted. Right? You will be derailed or you know the attempt to derail you and to veer you away from that call will come from the familiar right it'll come from the known it's not going to be some thing like drastic or out of nowhere something familiar something that you are comfortable with and that you know that you know like i say something because it could be a person but it's yeah. just something you will be confronted you will be attacked by the familiar to derail you and to take you away from the will of God over your life the moment you submit, which is probably why James tells you, you know, to resist the devil, submit to God, right? Submit to God, resist the devil, and he'll flee, right? You have to, <laughs> you have to gear up, guard up, right? Because the moment you submit will, is when the familiar will come to tempt you, to betray you, and to draw you out of the will of God. Mm. 
Okay. Some some somebody okay. some, somebody passed the offering plate. Okay, that uh, I got a Kentucky Fried Chicken, but <laughs> right. That, that so, so so so, they, so they, to continue this story, so Jesus uh, uh, gets uh, gets taken, and then he gets taken before the Sanhedrin. The Sanhedrin, where uh, it was funny because I mean the song explained it all. Where <laughs> that's where I'm getting it. No, um, <laughs> so he gets his first son Sanhedrin where they. Um, they want to kill him, but they can't. Right, because right? because it was it was it was. Um, I'm trying to think here. This is where my mind draws blank. Um, they didn't have that authority. That's right. Right, they didn't have that authority because they were still under Roman rule. Mm-hmm. So, you know, as Scripture tells us, as the song told us, right? They slap him. They ta- they taunt him. You know. Um, the, so, so the abuse, the physical abuse that Jesus is about to experience, that's where it begins, right? They take him, then they take him, right, to Pilate, and they're saying, "Yo, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta get rid we of him. Need you you gotta kill, kill him. We need you to kill this dude." <clears throat> now, you know, Pilate, being being the governor of the area, you know, he's charged with keeping the peace. So they're. So like they, they these guys you know it's it really if you think about it it's just I mean they they tell him look dude if you don't kill this guy you're gonna have problems, you know it's like one of those mafia type type deals you right. know, um, you know if you don't uh, if you don't use this uh, waste company uh, <laughs> you might have a problem you know you're like oh, I hear what you're saying, <laughs> I, you know but but then Pilate goes and said well he's not my problem. Yeah. Like he's a Jew. He's not my problem. You know, go take him to your king. Ain't got nothing to do with me. Right? <laughs> take him to your king. And they take him over to Herod. Right? Right? But 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 the thing is that, right? The thing is that, is that all this, <laughs> this is so funny. All this is what we consider Holy Thursday. Right? 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 Holy Thursday. Ain't nothing holy about this. Well, holy, yeah, I mean. You know, be, you know between Wednesday, because you don't have a name for Wednesday. Right? I don't know what it is. But between Wednesday and Holy Thursday. Wednesday. Right? Wednesday and Thursday, right? Just, yeah, just so take the title. Yeah, so we're like somewhere when somewhere somewhere in Thursday, they're saying they take him to, right? They take him to Herod. Herod's like, yeah, it got nothing to do with me. Mm-hmm. Well, Pilate, nothing to do with me. Herod is like, this guy is nobody. I thought he was a threat to my crown, but look at him, he's a jerk. Yeah, whatever. He's, he's poor. He's nothing. So they take him back to Pilate, and that's when the real threats, like you have to do something, or we'll revolt. Right, and that that was that's that. Well, that, they didn't that, say they were going to revolt, but they hinted at it. <laughs> no, it was the hint. Like, like there's going to be problems. Right? Not, was, not, not even a revolt. It was, it was going to be riots. It was it was a passive aggressive, yeah, a passive aggressive statement. Be like, hey, we're not going to say that something's going to happen, but something might but happen. Something might happen. <laughs> we're not we're not going to revolt because you're going to put us. But we might riot. There might be some riots going on. Um, and so then that's where. Uh, all right, so you continue the story. So they take him to Pilate the second time. Well, you know, we, we're just going to, you know, move it forward, right? Because we know that he confronts Pilate, and Pilate is, like, trying to plead with him, you know, trying to plead with him. I'm trying to save your life here, whatever, whatever. It happens. The Jews, they choose the murdering rapist Barabbas. The terrorist. Right, the terrorist Barabbas. I don't know if he was a rapist. Was he a rapist? Well, the, Nah, we'll, according to historians, we'll, he was. We'll put it on. <laughs> like, according to historians, he, he, he was. Defend himself. <laughs> you know, they they choose Barabbas over over Jesus. But the thing is, the the, the thing is that there is nothing that happened that he didn't know would happen, and right. he still did it. He he did it. He did it for us. Like he did it for us. He was betrayed by his friend. He was dragged out, 
you know, in front of all those people, right? They mocked him. They beat him. You know, they, they, the, the, the Isaiah, it's in Isaiah, how, how everything that happened to him is, it was prophesied by Isaiah, how he would get beaten. He would get beaten until he was unrecognizable. Yeah. Right. He'd get stabbed in his side. Like everything, everything. So so let's kind of follow this trail a little bit again, kind of as we head there. Pilate pleads with him. Jesus could have, could have walked away at that moment. He could have been like, yo, you're right, dog. I'm out. Right. Poof. I'm out. You know? So that's the second temptation, really, that he faced in in getting out of this, you know, death. They take him, you know, he goes, hey, this guy is innocent. No, oh, you know, you want Barabbas? All right, you got Barabbas. Grabs Jesus. Because yeah, that was that was customary around that time. Right, to let somebody go during, mm-hmm. during the Holy So they take Jesus, and then they flog him. So now we're, so this is where we're, we're thinking, you know, like late, um, Late Thursday is when he's getting mm-hmm. flogged. He's getting beat. He's you know, um, you know, thirty nine times, uh, which Isaiah spoke about. Yep. You know, uh, they they put they you know they beat him. They drag him. They put the crown of thorns on him. They put the robe the the uh, the robe on him. The robe to mock him for right. being and king of the to, Jews. To mock him for being king of the Jews. Here's your king of the Jews. Now me, me and Jay think that. So you, you, so I'm thinking right. So this happens that evening. They mock him that evening. Jesus doesn't sleep or barely sleeps. Or barely, or right? Who knows, right? Um. So then the next morning, early in the morning, as soon be, as the sun is you up, know, he begins the walk, right to um, to Golgotha. Golgotha. He. Uh, he's carrying the crest. Now, depending on who you, who the, some people, uh, and I, I tend to think about it, he didn't carry like the actual cross, but the beam. The beam, yeah. Right. Um, a lot of times it gets because of because of it, the visual effect of mm-hmm. it. You know, they show you like carrying the cross, but it, right. odds are it was really it was really the beam. It, and it's only because like he told the the rich young guy, you know, pick up your cross and follow me. Like carry your cross and follow me, but. It was actually the beam that his hands will be nailed on. Nailed so he's to. he's carrying this beam after he's been beaten. Uh, he's dehydrated, blood loss, like you know, all these different things. His back is raw, you know, right? He's raw, going, ripped open. He's going through the uh, Via Dolorosa, the Via Dolorosa, the Stations of the Cross, mm-hmm. right? As um, our Catholic brethren have, and that's when he falls. And they draw, they pull Simon out, and they make him carry the cross. You know, Simon was just there. Like he wasn't. He was there because it was Holy Week. He was there because that's what you did. You go to Jerusalem. Simon gets out. Simon carries the cross the rest of the way. Um, I I couldn't imagine, and I sometimes you know have wondered, you know, what is Simon? What is Simon thinking? What is the impact that that had on him? You know, what what is he thinking as he's walking this dude who I would imagine Simon thinks this guy is what did this guy do? You know, why do they want to kill him so bad? So it takes Simon takes him there. Well, that's the thing. Like, for, according to the Romans, crucifixion was saved for their worst criminals. Correct. So so Jesus gets to Golgotha, and that's when they're told, you know, hey, nail. Right, nail uh, King of the Jews on, on the cross. Now that was done. Um, 
not only is that was done also as a way to mock. Well, it was done in mockery, but they didn't know that they were fulfilling prophecy. Well, not just mockery of Jesus, <laughs> but you know, think about it. They were mocking. They were mocking um, Herod, the priests. They were Jews. mocking the, the 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 priests that wanted him killed, uh-huh. right? Because they were like, "Oh, you said he's the king of the Jews," and you know, and and so it was almost like. You know, because Pilate didn't want to like, do this. Like I like, I like that. It's like a real passive aggressive move. Pilate. I like that they made that distinction. Like Mel Gibson made that distinction in the movie, where he wanted, where Pilate ordered for them to put the King of the Jews sign, and I think it was Caiaphas who said, "No, put a sign that says he says or he said that he was the King of the Jews because he's not our King." And he was like, "Shut up, King of the Jews. That's it, right?" Because <laughs> you know, what I mean, prophecy had to be fulfilled. So, but, uh, so Jesus hangs on the cross. Um, they give him the wine. I mean, he can barely drink. His tongue is swollen by this moment. Uh, massive, massive, massive blood loss. Um, his joints are have been pulled out of their sockets um, because, you know, uh, when they nail you to the cross, they nail you in your wrists, which holds your hands, which is why they nail you to your wrists, because your hands act as, as stoppers, you know, from, yeah, from and, getting ripped. And, they tie and, your hands up. And not only that, but back in those times for for the Romans, your hand fit, ended at your wrist. Right. So it wasn't what we call the hand right. now. It's like the hand and the wrist. But for Romans, your hand ended like at the bottom of the wrist because that's that's where the movement was. So um, you have that. You have Jesus being mocked. Step down. Step down, son of God. No, but well, before right? that, before that, right before that, because I mean, you have him between the two thieves, right? Yes. Well, they they, they hang him between two thieves, right? One the... one that mocked him, also, right? right? You know, if you say, if you are who you truly say you are, then take us down from this cross, right? And like, and make us like disappear. Right. Like he's like including himself, and then the other one, for whatever reason, for whatever reason, the other one who hung there and recognized Christ for who he was, right? Told the other guy, shut up. <laughs> um, but then, you know, so so that guy says, you know, and then and then people walking by, hurling insults, mocking him. He saved others. He can't save himself. Right. Right. And then, so on Friday from noon until three, and I'm in Matthew. Um, I'm in the Gospel of uh, Matthew, uh, chapter 27. And it says, as they were, whoops, uh, it says, uh, from noon until three in the afternoon. Darkness came over all the land. About three in the afternoon, Jesus cried out in a loud voice, Eli, Eli, lema sabachthani. Which means, my God, my God, why have, why you, have forsaken? you forsaken me? When some of uh, those standing there heard this, they said, he's calling Elijah. Immediately, one of them ran and got a sponge, filled it with wine, vinegar, uh, and offered it to Jesus to drink. The rest said, now leave him alone. Let's see if Elijah comes to save him. And then Jesus cried out again in a loud voice. He gave up his spirit. At that moment, the curtain of the temple was torn in two from top to bottom. The earth shook, the rock split, and the tombs broke open. The bodies of many holy people who had died were raised to life. They came out of the tombs after Jesus' resurrection and went into the holy city and appeared to many people. When the centurion and those with him who were guarding Jesus saw the earthquake and all that had happened, they were terrified and exclaimed, Surely he was the Son of God. Like everything that you read there is so is so heavy. Right? It's so heavy cuz you have 
you have God the Son crying out to God the Father, why have you forsaken me, right? And I, and I, I don't know if you remember, but I, I preached on this a couple of years ago, like on Easter Sunday, how, you know, God the Father had to turn his back on his son because at that moment, like, he, that's when Jesus took the sins of the world right. upon himself, right. right? And then it's finished, and then the earthquake, the, the veil is torn, and and, <laughs> and I'm gonna I'm gonna foreshadow on on a on a sermon I have to come to legacy later. How a lot of people speak about how the veil was torn to to break tradition, right? But there's this whole thing. I think I I think I did I think I did tell you like the beginnings of it. How you know the veil was torn so that we can step into the into, presence of right, God, right? The, right. So it it removed the barrier uh, between us and God. Right. That's that's what that means. Not so, that tradition yeah. was broken. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know but that, but, but that uh, now man can come before God. Well, because because that's the thing. Because the veil was the, the barrier, the barrier between regular man, people, man and God, and, the, and then the priest. Right? Only the priest was able to go well, only, behind the only veil. Only the one priest. The, yeah, I said priest. <laughs> oh, only the one priest, and he could still die in there. Yeah, he would. Yeah, he would still. That's why he wrote he a, could still a, little, die. a little bell like a cat, a little bell and a, and and a, a rope and a rope tied like around his foot. It's like a dragon right? behind out. But the veil was torn so that now all of us can step into the presence into the, of God into the presence, and into, into the, the glory room. of God, yes. right? And, and and the thing is that that just the fact, right? And, and and we and we take lightly, we take lightly. Some people take lightly the crucifixion, right? Some people take lightly the crucifixion, but everything from the moment he washed the disciples' feet led to that moment. Well, of torment and yeah, suffering. I'll take it. I'll take it further back. For us, the moment he rode the colt into Jerusalem was the moment that, that the clock, as it were, started ticking. Right, started ticking down. Started, started ticking down to the to the week. Now, uh, to kind of hurry up, we gotta kind of speed it up here. No, um, we don't. We can do whatever we want. <laughs> um, so now this is so now this is as evening approached. Uh, so now remember. Uh, uh, so this I is why we this is why we have our timeline. Right. This is kind of because I think I believe it's six or as the at, at dusk, I think, is when um, the Jews have to stop. They have to stop everything because everything, of the Sabbath. Right. Because because the Sabbath begins, I think, at dusk. Right. Mm-hmm. Yes. So as evening approached. So really, we're talking maybe four or five o'clock. So they had to rush because, you know, dusk is coming. So let's say dusk was around six, six, seven. So I would say about five thirty-six. Right. So well, I'm pushing it back a little bit because it says from from noon to three, okay. three four. It says as it approaches, right? So as evening approached, uh, there came a rich man from uh, Arimathea named Joseph, Arimathea, whatever, who had <laughs> who had himself uh, become a disciple of Jesus. Uh, going to Pilate, he asked for the body, and Pilate ordered that it be given to him. Joseph took the body, wrapped it in a clean linen cloth, and placed it in his in his own new tomb. Remember, we were, earlier we had talked about, you know, they didn't have time to, to do, do all the rituals. Ritual. So they just took his body down, wrapped him in the clean linen cloth, and put him away. Uh, placed him in his own new tomb that he had cut out of the rock. He rolled the big stone in the front entrance to the tomb and went away. Mary Magdalene and the other Mary uh, were sitting there opposite the tomb. The next day, the one after preparation day, so now we're talking Saturday, the chief priests and the Pharisees went to Pilate. Sir, they said, we remember that while he was still alive, that deceiver said, after three days, I will rise again. So give the order for the tomb to be made secure until the third day. 
Otherwise, his disciples may come and steal the body and tell the people he has risen from the dead. This last deception will be worse than the first. Take a guard, Pilate answered. Go make the tomb as secure as you know. So they went and made the tomb secure by putting a seal on the stone and posing a guard. So, you know, uh, the Pharisees continue. They, they weren't happy. Yeah, they weren't happy. It wasn't did, enough that they, that they, that they, they had him. They had him killed. Um, after Sabbath, I, you know, what can we say? The, the scripture isn't, doesn't say better, right? After Sabbath had dawned on the first day of the week, and we're, we're in chapter 28, Mary Magdalene and the other Mary went to look at the tomb. There was a violent earthquake, for an angel of the Lord came down from heaven and going to the tomb, rolled back the stone and sat on it. His appearance was like lightning, and his clothes were white as snow. Dude, the he guards sat on the stone. The guards were so afraid of him that they shook and became like dead men. Yo, that's like they had shell shock, mm-hmm. right? They just. <gasps> the angel said to the women, "Do not be afraid, for I know that you are looking for Jesus, who was crucified. He is not here; he is risen. Come and see the place where he lay, and go quickly and tell his disciples Why he has risen." You? Why do you look for the living among the dead? And is going ahead of you into Galilee. There you will see him. Now I have told you. So the women hurried away from the tomb, yet filled with joy, ran to tell his disciples. Suddenly Jesus met them. Greetings, he said. (laughs) It was just kind of hilarious. Hi, guys. Um, He said, they came to him, clasped his feet and worshipped him. Then Jesus said to them, do not be afraid. Go and tell my brothers to go to Galilee. There they will see me. Right. And the thing is that after and that's, what we'll, that's kind of what we'll right, And after he resurrected, right? After he resurrected, Jesus went around, right? In the right. towns. And, and he appeared, I think... As I said, 500. I think like 500 people. He yeah, appeared before him. 500 people and they saw him. Some people didn't recognize him. Some people like... Or it took him a, it took he, him a minute. Or, or yeah, it took him a while. Like, uh, all like, those 500 recognized him, but it took him... Some of they, them, it took him a minute. For some of them, like when he was on the, on the road to Emmaus... Right, and he was with Cleopas and his friend. And he, like he joined the conversation. Yeah, they were talking, right? And like he went to their house and he broke bread with them. It was it wasn't until he broke, he broke bread that they saw like the tradition, the way that he did it, and they saw the wounds that they realized Yo, this is this is Jesus. But the funny thing is that, well, not funny, but the thing is that after they recognized him and they saw him for what he was, then he disappeared. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so it was like he was just saying. Hey guys, I'm right, like like he joined the conversation. Like he I'm was like, back. he was rude so, about it. <laughs> so now I think I, the way I think of it is like he's walking with. This is just me, obviously. It was like he's walking. He's like, oh, let's see how long it takes them <laughs> to recognize me. No, but I'm saying <laughs> like he's walking and talking. To yeah, him. no, but I'm saying like yeah, right, like because they're talking and then he just like. Puts himself in the conversation. Hey, you talking about that Jesus guy? Yeah, right. So what was that happened? Right? Yeah, like, <laughs> it's, yeah. So it's um, it's interesting. So yeah. So he sees. Then he, um, after that, he uh, he gives the last commission, um, and, and and we'll we'll go ahead and finish with this with this, the verses here. before the ascension. It says uh, then the eleven disciples went to Galilee to the mountain where Jesus had told them to go. Now there's more detail like in Luke and yes. you know so so this and it's, is, and it's good for you to read all the gospels. Yeah. To, to tie this in together, or um, or after and I'm sorry, not or, but and after you do that, I know a lot of people tend to to want to watch um, the Passion of the Christ on Easter. Don't do that anymore. You should watch instead Risen. No, watch the Passion first. No, watch watch, then watch, watch the, Risen. Watch the Passion tomorrow. 
Yes, and on, then on, on Friday or Saturday, and right, then on, on Saturday, Sunday, and then Sunday, watch Risen. Risen. No, because you're gonna be at church Sunday, so watch you it tomorrow. Watch, a, watch it Sunday night. Watch it tomorrow, a lot of people go to then, church Sunday and then, morning, and then watch it on Saturday. I think I think I'm gonna put on Risen on Sunday. It was such a good movie. So don't preach. That'd be awesome. Uh, so uh, <laughs> so when they saw so anyway, Jesus uh, uh, went to Galilee to the mountain where Jesus had told him to go. When they saw him, they worshipped him, but some doubted. And Jesus came to them and said, "Now some is is not some. It's just Thomas." <laughs> no, no. By that but time, some, Thomas Thomas some, believed, but some doubted. Well, I you know no, I don't know if uh, well, I don't know. Just, no, by that time, by the time they were on the mountain, Thomas believed. Then Jesus came to them and said, "All authority in heaven and earth has been given to me. Therefore, go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, of the Son, and the Holy Spirit, and teaching them to obey everything I have commanded you. Teaching them to obey everything that I have commanded you. And surely I am with you always to the very end of the." And then from there they go into the uh, upper room and and wait for the. No, and then Jesus ascends, right? Well, Jesus ascends, and then Jesus they go. Ascends. Then they go wait for the comforter, and then they go wait for the comforter, which is the Holy Spirit. Which is the Holy Spirit. Who I think we talked about him a couple weeks back. a couple weeks ago. So, um, so listen, that's it. See, that's the resurrection, right? That's that's we we don't celebrate his death. I think, I think. Um, I think we 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 kind to me the exciting part you know like the, his death is horrific but we don't celebrate that it's ridiculous yeah that's, we we that's we, like saying you celebrate someone getting into a car wreck we acknowledge it and we and you know, we you, you know you acknowledge it because you and we have remember to, because, because we you have, have to. to because it's important but we celebrate the fact that in, that he did he did what he said he was going to do in three days he would rise the corner right remember he said he was the cornerstone. The chief cornerstone. You know, the temple The temple will be destroyed, but in three days... He will rise again. It will be rebuilt. And, and, it, and he, he was, we know he was talking about himself. And so we celebrate the fact uh, that Jesus um, went through, through, through teaching those last few lessons to getting crucified, to defeating death. So that, we, so that we can experience life. Oh, death, so, where is your sting? So that we tomb your victory. So that we can um, have uh, communications with the Father that is no longer hindered by our sin. Right, and 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 you know, and with that, and with that, so that. <laughs> so that we can have access to the Father, right? Because in Jesus' death, on his crucif you know, on his crucifixion, he took upon himself the sins of the world. Right? And that we can only acknowledge that when we come to acceptance of him as our savior. Right? When we I think the Bible I think the Bible says that if we believe with our heart, Right and confess with our mouth, right. So, I mean, that sounds too easy. It's that easy for us, yes, because Jesus Christ because already what, suffered it because all. Because of what Jesus did, right, right. No he longer, suffered it all already. That we no longer have to bring unblemished lambs or or doves um, to or, be or going to go into the temple and to be sacrificed and hope that the priest does, does a job. good sacrifice so that we not, can be not, covered. He's not full. Well, not even that he does a good sacrifice. You gotta hope the priest isn't that isn't, he's clean. Is, isn't in sin. 
Right. Because the moment he steps in, right. because, there ain't no sacrifice. Right. Because of this. That dude dead. Right. Because of this. Because of this. Because, <laughs> because when you come before God to sit at his table, right? When you come before God to sit at his table, Jesus cleanses you from your sin. He cleanses you from your dirt from head to toe. The same way he washed the disciples' feet to make sure that they were clean from head to toe. There you go. So Jay tied it back. Good job, Jay. So, guys, <laughs> that is that is our Jay. That is Jay and Joaquin's version of of uh, from really from Wednesday uh, through Sunday. Wednesday so you got it all. Sunday. But listen, we want to encourage you guys. Listen, dive into Luke. Luke's got the most of most uh, detail, uh, and then supplement as you read Luke. Then supplement that with uh, the other Gospels. And and also and also wherever you are, wherever you're listening. Find the church to go to for for Easter Sunday. For Easter Sunday, yes. Go, Find the church to go, go to. Go be with the body of believers. If you don't know the Lord and you're listening to this, for whatever reason you hung out, you hung on all this way. You know, listen, we want to let you guys know that you know this is this is Jesus died so that you you could have a relationship with the creator of the world. That's it. It's that simple. It's and that like, easy. And like Jay said, you know. It's uh, Romans, I think it's ten eleven. It says, "If you confess with your mouth and believe in that your heart, Jesus is Lord, that and Jesus believe, is Lord, and believe in your heart that Christ, that God raised Him from the dead on the third day, then you you will be saved. You will be saved. So, uh, so with that, thanks for uh, being with us. Hey, we hope you have a great. Oh great, wait, wait, pause, uh-oh. pause. And if you're in the Atlanta area, yes, and you want to go to a church, and you don't have a place to go. We come, have we have legacy, legacy on Sundays. Legacy Home Church right now. Right, come right, legacy, right now it's Home Church. But legacy you can come. Church, come, come join us. Go to legacy. Go to wearelegacyatl.com or thisisoutcry.com, and from there you can link over. Um, and listen, come join us. We're gonna have lunch afterwards because that's what we do. That's what we do. Um, <laughs> so, uh, thanks for joining us. Uh, you know what, man? We hope you have a man and women, all of you, children, <laughs> all boys and girls. We hope you guys have a fantastic week, a fantastic Easter Sunday, and don't eat too much Easter candy. It will make you sick. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, guys, we love you as always. God bless. And we'll talk to you all next week. Thanks for listening. Remember to head on over to thisisoutcry.com for more content. And don't forget to subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, Google Play, SoundCloud, or Stitcher.